Hi, everybody, and welcome to this ABC7 special presentation, Billy Elliot Dances His Way Into Chicago. I'm your host, Janet Davies. Billy Elliot is the story of a young boy from a working-class family in northern England who overcomes a number of obstacles and discovers his innate talent and love for dance. And this smash Broadway hit has recently made its way to the Oriental Theater here in Chicago. Over the next half hour, we will take a look at how Billy Elliot was transformed from a popular film to a Tony Award-winning musical. We will talk to the man behind the music in this show, Sir Elton John himself. And we will spend a day in the life of the four young boys in the lead role of Billy. Now, every big musical deserves a big opening night, right? I recently had the pleasure of gracing the Billy Elliot red carpet, a night filled with glamour, fun, and a few surprises. Slip on your tutu and ballet slippers because the red carpet has been rolled out for Billy Elliot's opening night at the Oriental Theater. It's very exciting. It's very exciting that Billy Elliot is in Chicago. Yeah! <laughs> so excited, man. This is a first for us, so it's we're just on top of the mountain right now. The 10-time Tony Award-winning musical that started on London's West End, went to Australia, hit the Great White Way, is now in Chicago. It is adapted from the hit film with a score by the legendary musical icon Elton John. Billy Elliot may be the best musical of the decade, and it is now in Chicago. The glitzy premiere brought out many celebrities, including Sir Elton John himself. A little nervous because you're not in control of what's going on, and this is my fourth opening night, so I shouldn't be nervous anymore, but you, you help, you just hope everything goes right for the, the cast, especially the Billy. Uh, and, and the Michaels and the little girls. Um, so you keep your fingers crossed, and then by about 10 minutes into it, you relax. So tonight, this is a big thing for Chicago, especially with Elton John in town. And that's the deal, Elton John is the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it in London when it was first released. It was really amazing. Chicago's got, you know, it's a great theater town, it's a great manufacturing town, it's got a great history of unionized industry, and. We just felt it would be a very perfect fit for our show to be here. I think Chicago is very like the northeast where I'm from and where Billy's about. Um, the whole history of uh, unionism here, the whole the, the, the whole thing. So, and it's just really exciting to be here. I'm just thrilled. I think it's a real story of hope, and, and anybody can achieve their dreams if they work hard enough and they're supported by their communities. Billy Elliot's red carpet extravaganza continued with a rousing opening night performance, bringing a tutu-clad Elton John and Lee Hall to the stage to take a bow for the enthusiastic crowd. Well, the curtain is down on Billy Elliot's opening night, and what did people think? It was absolutely amazing. The dancing, the singing, Elton John. It was amazing. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. The dancing. The dancing, the music. The acting, the singing, everything. The high energy. Yeah. I think it was fabulous. Absolutely. And now it's time for the after show party. Come along with me. The four very talented boys who rotate playing Billy escorted me to the Chicago Cultural Center, where the cast and crew celebrated the glamorous opening night. Oh, it was a fantastic audience tonight, and they were really into it and effusive, and it was great. It's really awesome being in Billy Elliot. I can't even explain how exciting it was tonight to be a part of it, and to be a part of like this, and I live in Chicago. I'm from Evanston. I'm like the girl, the hometown girl. 
to be out there and, and see the response that we got was absolutely incredible. I loved it. I This is the first time I opened as Michael. I was tall boy in New York. Um, yeah, and this, yeah, it was great. It was great to do opening night here. It was really fun. I enjoyed it. It felt really awesome. It, it was amazing because I had like the best audience ever. And it was really supporting. It was really supportive. And like just being here, um, knowing everybody, it's an amazing experience. What a fantastic evening. Now, Billy Elliot the Musical may be wowing Chicago theater crowds these days, but it actually has roots in film. Yes, a lot of the same creative forces behind the stage version actually first brought Billy's story to life in an indie movie hit way back in 2000. Michelle Alegria has the story. Made for a mere $5 million, it was a low-budget film that became a box office hit and a critical success, garnering three Oscar nominations. It's the story of a British boy from a working-class town who, against all odds, pursues his dreams of becoming a ballet dancer. The notion of morphing the movie into a musical came from one of the film's first audience members, none other than Sir Elton John. He came to see the film when we had our first ever show, actually, at the Cannes Film Festival. And we had a little party afterwards, and Elton, even at that very early stage, suggested maybe we should think about doing it as a stage musical. When Stephen first mentioned it, I thought it was a terrible idea. I just couldn't quite imagine it would ever work. Because of tap dancing minors, you know, I sort of, you go, that's just weird. But the music icon persevered, and the film's creative team, including director Stephen Daldry, soon began to think a little differently. What we decided was to completely throw away the, the idea of recreating the film and start again with the story. And what we found was the further away we got from the film and the realism of the film, the more emotionally resonant it was. The film was a big hit more than a decade ago, and now the guys behind Billy Elliot, the musical, say it's a story that's even better suited for the stage. We wanted to make sure that this was going to be genuinely its own animal, its own theatrical beast, as it were. And I think that we feel much happier, in a sense, with the story has found its natural home in the theatre. So Daldry returned to direct the stage version that first premiered for London audiences in 2005. Elton John penned the melodies and writer Lee Hald doubled as the lyricist. I wrote the lyrics first and then I would send them to Elton, sometimes by fax, and he would write the song and bring me up and say, listen, listen, I've written the song and play it to me on the phone, which was just like a magical moment. Original film choreographer Peter Darling also returned to the repurposed project. I realized that the, what would be interesting about the musical as opposed to the film, that the musical would be able to encompass the wider community. The whole village that's going through this um, extraordinary time of this sort of struggle for survival. They were bleak times set during the violent UK miners' strike of the 80s, times Billy tries to escape by following his dream. Daldry admits perhaps the toughest component of telling Billy's story live each night is finding the right boys for such a demanding role. We started with three boys, three boys playing Billy. And then we found the risk factor, usually to do with injuries, because, you know, it's very stressful for the kids, but one kid goes down for whatever little injury they've got, and you're only left with two boys performing eight shows a week. So the production showing in London and Broadway, and now Chicago, have at least four Billies at the ready. But the team behind the production says, along with a powerful story and moving music, it's the boys' sheer talent 
that really carries the show. The fantastic thing is you get to see this world-class child do incredible things, and it's really moving. Before your eyes, you are seeing the journey of the story, but you're also seeing the journey of actually of that child that you're seeing that night. That child has become a, a phenomenon in a way. Thank you very much, Michelle. And keep in mind the Billy Elliot phenomenon is heading north of the border. Toronto will get its own production sometime early next year. Okay, still to come, we sit down with Sir Elton John and later a look inside the world of the four Billies. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Billy Elliot Dances His Way Into Chicago. Now, the music in this smash hit struck a chord with many, thanks to the magic of Sir Elton John. I recently chatted one-on-one -on -one with him and found out why he became a part of this award-winning production. International singer-songwriter Sir Elton John has been described by countless fans as a musical genius, winner of five Grammys, an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, and Tony Award. This icon packs stadiums and concert halls all across the globe. To date, he sold more than 250 million records, making him one of the most successful artists of all times. Today, this maestro is being lauded for his original compositions in Broadway's smash hit, Billy Elliot, the musical, that tells the story of a young boy who valiantly pursued his dreams of becoming a dancer. Did you ever have any trepidation about writing this musical and thinking that the audience wasn't ready for it, that the audience wasn't going to like it? I thought in England it would be fine because it's very much a political story that happened in England. Um, I wasn't worried about that. We didn't know if it would translate to uh, Australia or, uh, or America as it has done. You never think that things are going to be as successful as they are. And what a success the musical has been. It has premiered in London, Australia, New York, and now Chicago. What compelled you to approach Lee Hall and want to adapt Billy Elliot to the stage? I mean, why did you say, I just have to do this? It was the film, really, Can, which we saw in the year 2000. David and I went to the screening of the film, and I was very overcome with emotion watching the film because it was about father and son relationships. It really got to me, because my dad never ever saw me when I was successful. What do you think your father would say if he saw what you've become today and what you've accomplished? I have no idea. I had a strange relationship with my dad. Uh, I, don't, you know, I have. I hope he would be very proud. I mean, he he didn't know how to say he was proud of me. But you know what? If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been so driven. And I think you know, because I was driven, uh, I got to do what I I, um, I love the most, which is music. This musical, just like Lion King and Aida, has gone on to exceed Sir Elton's wildest imaginations, winning 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. When I did Lion King, I had no idea how many doors that would open for me. That paved the way for me doing things like this. If it wasn't for Lion King, I would never have written Aida or Billy Elliot or Lestat um, or done anything like this. Elton, is there one song that really touches your heart? Once we were kings at the end, when the miners lose and they go down back into the pit and they've lost everything, that gets to me the letter which you know, Billy reads to his mum and his, um, sings at the end and his dance teacher, Mrs. Wilkinson, sings with him in the first act. That is always a killer too. 
of all the times that Sir Elton John has crossed the pond to share his talent, when he comes to Chicago, you can tell this city loves him. Chicago is a great theater town. Outside of New York, it's the biggest theater town in America. So it's important. The first choice we made, where would it be? It was kind of a no-brainer. Chicago was the place we wanted to come. I have friends here. I, I have very fond memories of playing early in my career in Chicago. It's a great music town. It's a great town for the arts. It's like New York without the stress. <laughs> what a talented man whose music gets better with time. Now, from a superstar to four rising stars, Tommy Batchelor, Cesar Corrales, J.P. Viernes, and Giuseppe Fossilio. They are Billy Elliot. Mark Nielsen had the chance to catch up with these four young actors to learn what it's like to play the demanding title role in this musical. First step, we have to sign in. You have to sign in? Nah. All right, let's do it. The four Billies, as they're affectionately called by the cast and crew, start their day with a rigorous schedule of exercise and rehearsal. But unlike their adult co-stars, somewhere in between, they also have to hit the books. That's a whole lot of work. In this show, these gifted boys are splitting the lead, so audiences will see a different Billy on stage each night. That's because these little guys have to sing, dance, and act for the entire duration of the show. Yep, these pint-sized mega-talents are on stage the whole time. So do you guys think the show is different every time because there's a different Billy? Do you think you guys bring something different to it than anybody else? Yeah, probably yes, because we have all different characters, different voices, different hair styles. Well, I think they all have different aspects of being Billy. I think what they do all possess is this extraordinary drive and determination in a, you know, a tiny person. 13-year-old, 12, 13, phenomenal to see that determination to work as hard as they have to work. It's really hard. It's lots of fun at the same time, though, but it takes a lot of hard work and stamina, mostly, because there's so many dances and singing and everything. So let's get this straight. Each week, the Billies work six days at about 11 hours a pop. They each do two three-hour performances, and they have to fit in 15 hours of schoolwork. How do they do it? Oh my goodness, these boys are some of the most amazing performers I've ever met. I think some of the things they do on stage, most adult actors wouldn't even attempt to do. And I think it's a little bit like running a marathon and doing Hamlet both at the same time. It's an extraordinary ask of a child, and to watch these children rise to that extraordinary challenge is, I think for me, one of the most moving experiences certainly I've ever had in my professional life. When they're not rehearsing, exercising, or performing, the Billies are promoting the show. But boys will be boys, so some time for fun and relaxation is always on the agenda. My favorite part would be the lunch, maybe, because <laughs> <laughs> we get to rest. We have Mondays off, and usually on Mondays, we like to do Nerf gun fights, <laughs> and we played football last Monday, and we usually just hang out with each other. And with talent like this, you can imagine that no one is prouder than their parents. What is it like for a mom to sit in the audience and watch your little boy up there entertaining hundreds and hundreds of people? 
It's great. It gets a little nerve-wracking, though. You're, you're sitting there, you know what the scenes are supposed to be, and you're going through them in your head, and you're thinking, oh, is he going to get this turn? Is he going to get, you know, is he going to get the accent right? Is he going to say the words right? And it's just a little, you get a little nervous for him. We've seen so many kids audition for this show, and I cannot believe, we cannot believe that JP is one of them who got it. So that's really something. And we're more excited because Chicago is open. I'm a silly mom when I see him performing. You know, I just want to take someone beside me and tell him that's my song. My song is here, Chicago. <laughs> Caesar is on stage performing. How do you think he's doing? Good. Good. I'm sure he's doing great. As you can see, we just spent the day with the four hardest working boys in show business. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks. Thank you, Mark. Those boys certainly have bright futures ahead of them. Okay, coming up in just a few short minutes, one of the show's stars also happens to be a local gal, and she gives us an exclusive backstage tour. Stay tuned. In special presentation, Billy Elliot dances his way into Chicago. All this dancing and singing can be contagious, and you know Doug Banks is not one to shy away from the footlights. So he worked his way Backstage. Let's see what he found. I'm at the stage door of the Oriental Theater, where thanks to Broadway in Chicago and the company of Billy Elliot, we're about to see some real magic. All the magic behind the scenes. I made my way to the rehearsal stage to catch up with the very talented Susie McMonagle, an Evanston resident who's been cast as Billy's mother. Or should I say, Mum? Yes, Mum. Mum. Dead. Mom. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> what exactly is your role? Well, I'm Billy's mom who just isn't living anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, you know, it's one of those roles that just sort of accentuates that there's always a bond between a mom and her kids and that that never goes away. I get it. Billy has a dream. I have a dream. We are in what is known as the rehearsal hall yeah. here, right? Yep. They built an entire rake stage for us to practice on. Everybody has their mark. You know, I'm at three and a half, I'm at five, I'm center. I mean, the finale, everybody in the entire cast is on the stage dancing. All right, well, that's pretty cool. Let's go see some costumes. Let's see costumes, right. come on. Here we are, wardrobe. Wow. Oriental theater, this is where all the magic happens. Okay. At least 250 costumes okay. in the show. Some of those costumes are built by hand from the very beginning. Right. They're from all over the world. Right. Uh, because the show is set in the 80s, nothing beats a vintage 80s <laughs> outfit. Now the costumes complement the acting and help sell the story. Susie really knows her way around this place. We're going to the stage. All right, stage Look at all these. I love these. You know you had those in your closet. I wore these, I think. <laughs> you, you still have them in your closet? Okay. Okay, Doug, so here we are. We are actually stage left upstage, the furthest upstage. Right. And actually right now we've got the Billies rehearsing. Oh, yeah. They have to do flips off the piano is all. <laughs> so they're all here practicing their gymnastics. While the Billies rehearsed, Susie snuck me backstage to the quick change costume area. Cool. Come on. I like that. I wore that. A little paisley. Thank you. Hello. All right, Susie, tell me a little bit about the demands of your role. Tell me about, uh, because you're not just the dead mom. No. 
Tell me. No, I actually, uh, I'm one of the, I'm, I'm in the ensemble, so I play a lot of different roles. I play uh, a miner's wife, a riot policeman. I do puppets. Uh, I sing backup vocals. Right. I also am uh, one of the understudies for Mrs. Wilkinson, the dance teacher. How does somebody from the Midwest get such an authentic English accent? <laughs> tell me about that. Well, this is one of the hardest, and even, even the people in, in England will tell you that this section of England, Northern England, is a really tricky accent. Oi, little'un, what have I told you about drinking out of the bottle? With very little time before the show, Susie made our last stop here, her dressing room. All right, tell me a little bit about preparing for your role in the show. Well, I'm, I'm an early bird. I come early, um, and I like to, I mean, I need to physically warm up, stretch out. I do a little vocal warm up. Mm -hmm. uh, I make sure that I drink plenty of water. Susie, can you give us a little bit of your duet? No, no. Uh, I gotta get ready for the show, and you gotta oh, come see the show. Absolutely, Mom. Doug is right, it is never too late to chase your dream. And thanks to Susie for being such a gracious tour guide. Okay, it's intermission and we have more Billy Elliot to come, so don't go away. And now it's time for our big finale. If you need more information, well, go to abc7chicago.com. Thank you so much for joining us for this ABC7 special presentation. I'm Janet Davies and I will see you at the theater. Just what they